and welcome, gentle listener, to the Nerd Life Podcast. I am your host and very best friend, Ryan Brown. With me, as always, is Chris Silverhawk Birdo. Chris, what do you think of the new nickname I just gave you? I was a big fan of the Silverhawks in the before time, the time we can no longer mention because now, it will identify my age. Are you willing to commit to this by wearing a straw cowboy hat all the time? I guess. Uh, or like a bronze bodysuit and just whistle loudly as my only form of communication. I guess it's mm-hmm. more copper. It was like a copper suit. Yeah. Um, yeah, do that. Play the guitar in my spaceship to shoot laser beams at people if I had I, to. I'm, I'm here Honestly, it's saying it out loud, it is something of a dream of mine. Yeah. It, I see literally no downside. Uh, you know, do you... I've decided this now, which is to say I've thought this now, and I'm sure that other people have noticed this for years, but the quality of cartoons from the 80s uh, was kind of stellar, right? Like, it was kind of really good. Um, I mean, say I mean, what you it, will it about, varied wildly about from the, like... the shows that like were, were just toy commercials, um, but shows like Silverhawks and, and Thundercats were kind of rad. Well, sure. Of course, but but speaking of of that, um, with, with us as well is none other than Jordan Street Shark Roach. How are you? Wow, Street Sharks was pretty cool. Street Sharks was great. I, it I'm, was, wasn't I'm it? I'm a fan of the nickname. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And uh, also here, uh, as opposed to last week when we were free, is Ron Cowboy of Mumesa Davis. Oh. I, I have no idea what that is. Well, it's probably for the best, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. Hey well, guys. Hey Ron. You know what? I say I say this week, just this week, just this one time in the entire annals of history, let's start with Ron because he had a momentous week this week. Ron, why don't you tell us I... a little bit about the crimes you committed this week? I had several crimes against humanity, but let's not talk about those because the statute of limitations hasn't run out. Um, we did, however, open the second, or I guess the third Four Horsemen up in Robinson Township this weekend, so it, that worked out really well. But the biggest news was my daughter graduated. Uh, she got her master's in public uh, public health administration. Oh. Well, congratulations, Lakin of the Critical Misses podcast. Be sure to Congratulations. Check that out. Hold on. Congratulations is what you meant to say. <laughs> that, is, that is what I meant to say. Congratulations. I hope that Ron makes balloons. Can you I'm, make I'm, balloons that say that, Ron, please? Thank I you. absolutely can. Good. I'm in. Ron, does your Robinson store have Pokemon cards? Uh, it does. Brilliant. We have lots of Pokemon cards. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> he's just he's just making sure. Uh, how was it? How was the grand opening, Ron? It was it was great. It was very well received. The community was was great. Um, did really well. So we're we're uh, we're in. Yeah. Um, Good. Did the, you have any Did you have any big events or anything there? No. Like, it was it was kind of like a real real soft quiet opening. Um, yeah. Because we didn't really know what to expect. <laughs> and he's already out of business. So. <laughs> it was like a yep. towel coming out of the dryer. Warm and soft and <laughs> very private. Very private moment for you. Yep. yep. How no, big was, is this, this shop was... compared to compared to Four Horsemen's Prime? 
it is a little bit smaller, um, mm-hmm. but it's 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 laid out beautifully. It's it's got a nice retail space and a huge gaming area. So uh, it's it's along the same lines, mm-hmm. but it's an old Banana Republic. So it is absolutely beautiful. Um, I told the the mall management we were going to have to release pigs for a couple weeks in there to kind of dirty it up a little bit to get to four horsemen standards well you were there all weekend right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, a, that's okay it should probably be fine <laughs> did they leave behind any uh bananas there were no bananas or republics so i don't Dang. know what they did yeah. with them all that's disappointing yeah that would be disappointing yeah well i'm glad that you had a profitable week you scrooge mcduck motherfucker <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> Good Did times. you uh, swim in your in your uh, money bin this weekend as well? Um, I did. Uh, it was a little, it was a little cold because it's mostly change. Now things. I have to ask: Does this mean that you are going to start neglecting your Morgantown store? And if that is the case, can we have somebody else replace you on this podcast? <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> Just kidding! Uh, You're uh, stuck with us forever, Ron. Oh man! Forever. Damn it. No, I'm uh, uh, Eric is taking over the Robinson store, so he's running the day-to-day stuff. I am more or less just along for uh, you know if if something happens or if there's you know big events or whatnot. Moral support. This this is what you said in 2010 <laughs> when you opened the first store. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. We very know fair. that your your moral support is very hands-on. Uh, and doing most things. It's and here you are, kind of one ruined life later. Now, I guess we should, have, we should have, have the obvious question. A smoking husk. What's, These what's are, the, they're, not, they're not like your children, Ronald. What's the podcast uh, studio situation in the Robinson store? Because obviously that, <gasps> oh. that, that other store was not great podcast-wise. Let me tell you. So tell that us, mall's Ronald. a little different than this mall in that they care. <laughs> um, they we're not allowed. We weren't allowed to do any construction or any deconstruction. What that means is all of the dressing rooms are still intact, so there are perfect little podcast pods. You go in, you can sit down. You'd have a nice enclosed area to do your podcast. It's it's very nice. Wow! Nice. So, so we, we could we could take a field trip up there. We should do that. We should do a live show to promote your new store. That's exactly what you want, a show that no one's ever heard about. Because <laughs> that's who you got to reach, Ronnie. So you got to reach the people who don't listen to this show. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad press. That's not. I don't think that's <laughs> true. If 2020 has taught us anything, Ron. <laughs> also, also 20s, 16 through 21, if we can yeah. just... <laughs> Um, Next thing you know, Ron's going to be president and like flushing America down the toilet of fascism. Way to go, Ron! <laughs> well, anyway, so Berto, yeah. how was uh, how was your week? Um, Everybody, stop looking at Ron. Simultaneously, <laughs> my my week was okay. Uh, I started to play Sea of Thieves, which is huge news as of like four years ago, I think, when it came out. Right now, I don't think anybody gives a fuck but it is a like pirate life simulator uh you get a ship you have to like hoist the sails and you know i don't know other pirate terms but you gotta do all of them 
Mm-hmm. Um, batten down the hatches? Is that what you do have to batten that? hatches, but it's very cool. Today, uh, I've been playing with Mateo, and today we fought a Kraken, um, which is a pretty rad event. Like you're just, And this is a first-person game, um, and you get to like you have a pirate and all that stuff. Uh, mine has a pink beard, wears a skirt, and has dragon chest tattoos. He's great. Uh, got a hook hand made out of a fork and spoon. Whoa. Yeah, and a pink beard. And an eye patch. He's great. He's he's lovely. And uh, but we have fought a megalodon. We fought a uh, a kraken today, which was pretty cool. You're just sailing along in the ocean looking for treasure and fighting other pirates to either take their treasure or save your own. And then mm-hmm. the seas got all dark and choppy, and then giant tentacles just burst out of it and try to, you know, suck you off your ship and kill you or, you know. Uh, pull your ship into the depths and you got to fight it off. So it, it it's just fun. And it's well, like... That, that sounds very stressful. Yeah, it's, it is not at all. Uh, it's not at all. There's like no blood. There's no gore. Uh, there's really nothing like... Nothing terrible. I mean, if you have found a pirate treasure and it's on your ship and they sink it, then like your treasure just floats off into the ocean. But you could find it again, conceivably. Um, but like, you don't lose anything if you die. We killed our first other player today. We see them all the time, but we try to be a friendly, try to be friendly pirates, you know? I mean, this year has been rough on everybody. I assume pirates especially. And, uh, you know, so we don't want to like harm people unnecessarily, but a guy fired himself out of his cannon and landed on our ship. Now, hold on, hold up, back up. He fired himself. Yeah, you can fire yourself out of your cannon. Um, it just it, It's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, but he fired himself out of his cannon and landed on our ship, which was okay. I mean, we were loaded down with treasure and uh, needed to, to sell it to make our pirate profit. But, uh, you know, it, all was well and good until the man said the words, Yo, are you sailing in my turf? At which, at which point I did brutally execute him. Yeah, on that my that ship shatters, shatters the illusion, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you cannot speak the words of trash upon my ship. I will. Ha- I, I have no choice but to kill you with a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mateo assisted too. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, but no, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Otherwise, I've honestly done uh, very little. Um, last week, due in part to Ryan's recommendation, I did watch the last blockbuster, which, if you are a child of the 80s or early 90s, will be simultaneously the most nostalgic and soul-crushing thing you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I, I used to work at a video store in my early 20s, so it was doubly upsetting. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just all of my childhood memories especially i think many of my happiest ones center around video rental stores that was Mm -hmm. like that was our thing you know i mean i I had a single mom who was oftentimes overworked and and uh did not have money anyway so we were kind of limited on the things that we could do on the weekends but one thing that we could do was go to video one um which i think i don't know where ron was in the 80s and 90s i assume hell but ryan you may (laughs) You may remember this place if you were in Morgantown at the time. Um, but it was a, a small video store on the mile ground, uh, which is where I first discovered Godzilla movies. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could rent Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo games and Nintendo games there. I remember yeah. we would just go every weekend, and uh, we'd get to pick out a couple of movies. You know, usually the... Uh, the like one dollar nobody rents these movies which is where godzilla was firmly located but we were not like picky children it's just my sister would rent a bunch of disney junk and i would rent a bunch of kaiju stuff and we just burn through them on the weekend uh, if you went friday afternoons they give you free bags of popcorn to take home they had like a popcorn popper yeah awesome. it was pretty cool yeah unfortunately it it went out of business um a few years later, I, I mean, I want to say like. So it was your fault. No, I went a lot, but it, I mean, it it wasn't. I mean, it, it went out of business for the same reason that very many of them went out of business. It's just that uh, larger Red stores Box. opened up, and then eventually Blockbuster came to Morgantown, and that was kind of yeah. the end of it. Yeah. And then that um, Blockbuster transformed into a nail salon, which is what it is now. To this day, yes. Hmm. Um, Some say no, I, you can still hear it whispering on the wind, but I miss it so goddamn bad. I miss going to video stores like a weird amount. I don't know that I knew how much I missed it until I watched this fucking documentary. But uh, I have been like restless and lost since I watched it. Like I, I went to Blockbuster the other day just to walk through a like aisles of movies and they don't really have any anymore uh it's it's like two tiny little shelves of blu-rays you know uh i may never be satisfied again in my life it's it's very dramatic i can where okay so where can you still rent dvds can you rent dvds from anywhere i don't know well i mean besides redbox i mean specifically like a netflix no ron ron Ron. Focus. It's, it's different, Ron. You son of a bitch. You know, there's something, there's something both about the smell of a video rental store yes. that just kind of smells like sometimes stale popcorn, but at the very least, stale plastic and whatever film is inside of a, yeah. a fucking VHS. Um, I mean that that smell <clears throat> was in every every one of these stores. You know, I mean it's like the way a library smells, but for movies. And, you know. and the creepy dudes who are like, do you keep your dirty movies in the back? Yes, and correct. The, uh, the numerous times where some dude would want to rent a movie with his family and so, be unable to because he had a late fee on a movie that was a porno. Sure, yeah. Um, there is... So Iris and I, up until this last one where there was a virus in the world... Uh, Iris Mateo and I typically go to the Renaissance Festival in PA because it is very fun. And, uh, you know, we like Renaissance-looking festivities. And one time uh, on our way back, I forgot to bring a cart, like a cable to charge my phone in the car. So we got lost. And somewhere in PA, between Pittsburgh and the Renaissance Festival, um, we found a video rental store. Like, it was not a blockbuster. It was just an independently owned, you know. And we wanted to go in very badly, but we were very... I mean, we were lost as fuck. It was mostly my fault. <laughs> and so we just continued to get lost until we found parts of PA that we recognized when we got home. Um, but And then the last blockbuster, as you well know, is uh, in, in Oregon, which uh, I think we might... I think Iris and I might try to go to this year. Really? Wow. 
Yeah, I found out that uh, at the end of last year, last September, you could get an Airbnb at that Blockbuster because they were almost entirely shut down due to COVID. Whoa. So they turned sections of the store into like 80s and 90s style living rooms and you would, uh, and it was and it was only $4 a night to stay there. Uh, and you just got to stay and like watch DVDs and VHSs and Blu-rays and stuff uh, as if it were once again the olden days hmm. of 1994. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, I, I hope everybody's suitably sad and misses renting movies. Um I do. Yeah, there's something to be said for like kind of wandering listlessly, if not excitedly, through a video rental store with your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner of whatever kind, or even just family members, uh, and trying to decide on a movie together. You know, it was it it was kind of like the the first compatibility test <laughs> in uh, in a relationship. You know. Like Ron Davis was like, let's get Star Wars. And then, of course, she's like, why are you talking to me? I did not come here with you. <laughs> and 50 then, feet means 50 feet. Yeah. Yeah. The first time, the first Star Wars movie I ever watched, I rented from a video store when I was in second grade. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Well, I'm sorry that that uh, <clears throat> bummed you out, but it also probably a little more bittersweet than just straight up a bummer, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it is a, it is a bittersweetness. It is a thing that I loved so much. and was so dear to me, uh, that is gone in a way that like, I can't really repli- replicate, you know, like it's a bummer that I think none of us will get to go to video rental stores with our kids. Um, mm, yeah. Con- I mean, Connor's old enough that I guess you might've gotten to go with him. Well, when, I mean, he, his... as a baby, definitely like, came to see me at work at a video store but he i that place has to have been utterly destroyed by the time he was old enough to come online as a person yeah that sucks well um ron make one you're right so uh how how was your week jordan how have you been uh i've been pretty good i i went to the mountains in search of enlightenment and And how'd it go uh it went all right i came back with like a sore ankle i think that is that's it you got it uh, yeah that's that, yeah that is the sort of enlightenment enlightenment you get after 30 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So congratulations you're a millennial <laughs> yes. yeah since the uh since the incident uh anytime that i spend an extended amount of time walking my ankle's just on fire at the end of the day so uh there's that the incident is is that a, a child out basketball jordan so hard oh, that jordan jordan were, died there were no children involved i mean they were yikers they, they were present uh, <laughs> hold on. When you say children, what do you what do you mean exactly? Like uh, define not to be all Matt Gates about it, but define <laughs> what you mean by child. I would say they were I mean K through 12. <laughs> leaning okay. leaning K, I would think. Um, there once upon a time, uh, I worked at a, a residential treatment facility for troubled teens. Sure. Um and we played basketball a lot and during one of these games, I Tore my Achilles tendon. Oof! Oh I my like Lord. to think it was it was torn for him. <laughs> by were you accosted? Uh, it, it's actually even more embarrassing than it. 
being because of someone half my age. Well, I, hey, hey, you know what, Jordan? You can tell us that. You can tell us that you were. A I was gonna say I'll stop <laughs> making accusations then if you're if the truth is going to be worse. Yeah, the the truth is a bit worse. I was actually I was I was all by myself. I had jumped to retrieve a rebound. I turned to run down the court with the ball, and tore my Achilles doing a a normal thing. Ah, uh, yeah. So there, there there were kids present, but. You know, none of it was their fault. Uh, but yeah, that that was a great time. That was a great time. Uh, but Colorado was great. It's beautiful out there. Um, mountains I've never been with, there. So there's something about being able to, on the horizon at all times, see snow-covered mountains that just makes you feel small in like a good way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed my time there. It was a, it now, was a fun visit. Do you feel like it's like, uh, how different is that sensation to like the mountains in West Virginia? You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. one of the things that I always think is absolutely jarring is the times that I've been to like Florida, um, mm-hmm. and you can step out of your apartment or your hotel room and you can look in either direction and see for miles which is like absolutely might as well be a fucking alien world compared to west virginia yeah you kind of get a bit of both of that in colorado uh so in denver there's like there's like portions where i was at where you can kind of do that you can just look in either direction and see for forever but on the horizon just out of the way you can see the rocky mountain range uh so it just kind of feels like you're in a bubble surrounded hmm. by mountains it's it's yeah. really cool I, I've been to Colorado too, and what what sets it apart, like in West Virginia, we have a lot of hills and mountains, but they are always rolling together. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I look out of my window, I live on a, a mountain, and like a hundred yards away is the next mountain, you know. So there's no there's no sense of like expansion between them. Uh, they kind of flow into one another. Whereas in in Colorado, at least the section I went to, um, it it is like gigantic fucking mountain, lot of flat space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hella flat space, and then another mountain. So, like Jordan said, you you do get both. You know, you stand in front of a mountain, and then way off in the distance, there's an, there's hella mountains over there too. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Also, we uh we went to the red something. I don't. I don't fucking remember. This was like is a, it, this is like a decade ago. Was it Red Rocks Amphitheater? Yes, I was yeah. there as well. Amazing place. Yeah, it. There's. I think it's safe to say. Uh, well, we we went in like June, so it was hot as fuck. Uh, a lot a lot less green stuff in Red Rocks Amphitheater than uh, than there was here. It was very red. Yeah, yeah. There's not much green out there. Lots of rocks. Lots of red. Um, but an amazing place to go visit i highly recommend it if you ever get the chance did you like what else, what else did you uh did you go to any comic book stores there i didn't go to a comic book store but i did go ziplining for the first time Ooh. jordan that's not the same thing at all i know but it I, isn't I gotta, but ziplining is very fun i gotta tell the story so i went ziplining in a, a little town called idaho springs which a little bit of history is where the gold rush started apparently because there's signs all over the place saying that um it was supposed to be a a a 10 zip tour so i was supposed to take 10 zips we got through the first one and out of nowhere a thunderstorm begins to happen um and so 
the guide is sneakily talking on his radio to somebody back at home base and eventually is like, hey, we have to lightning evacuate you off of this tower. Fresh. Oh, crap. (laughs) And for reference, you're, you're, you're pretty high up. We're like 80 to 100 feet. I don't know the exact footage, uh, but we're pretty high up in the air. Uh, and I essentially had to like Bear grills rappel oh for the first God. time in my life down the side of a tower uh, because they were afraid Lord. that lightning was going to strike the lines that I was supposed to be zipping across. Um, so that was fun. That is fresh as hell. Yeah. That's a uh, hell of a story. Right. It's more exciting God. than just saying that I went ziplining. So, it yeah, is. It I'm out. glad you – I'm sorry if, if that scared you, but that is an awesome story. It was terrifying for like half a second as you're like starting your rappel off the side of the tower. But as soon as like your your weight kind of you, you feel that you're going to be OK. Actually, mm-hmm. pretty cool after that point. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, good time. Colorado was fun. Well, that's good. Uh, did you take uh, the the offspring with you? I did not. I did mm-hmm. not take the offspring. I did take the girlfriend, however. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. First time that we've been away from Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania since the before I... time, so Yeah. It your girlfriend, Lainey, has very long nails. She does. How did how did she repel without severing her own fingers? I I don't know. She also had gloves on, and I don't know how she was wearing gloves. Well, she's probably like developed this skill by now, right? Like she knows how to maneuver and grip things with the giant nails, right? It's really funny because she's Lady Deathstrike. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, she's she's a Lady Deathstrike. Sometimes she'll ask me to do stuff. And I just do it not thinking, but then afterwards I realize it's because she can't do it because of her nails. Like every once in a while, she can't like press the button on a remote because her nails are too long. Uh, hmm. She has a really hard time pulling her credit card out of like the little slot that you have to put the chip in hmm. because her nails are too long. So little stuff like that she but can't do. But very good at defeating the X Men. Very true. Yeah, one of the things she's always excelled she at. A... A dark past with Wolverine, I understand. Also, yeah. her nails are just... All they do is generate compliments. I don't think I've been somewhere with Lenny in the past four years that a stranger hasn't been like, Oh my god, your nails are so cool. Well, so, and that. that's because they know that if they if they don't say that, on the other end of those nails is violence. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. Know, um, no, Lenny is very nice. She could probably assassinate somebody if she had to, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Otherwise, she's relatively kind. Mm-hmm. Pretty chill. Pretty chill, from what I understand. I've only met her, the, like, I think twice, but still. Yeah, she's chill. Very chill. Well, good. Um, maybe only murdered, like, two or three people. It's so whatever. Well, that's good. As long as you keep it under five. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Ron that's knows the what limit? I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the limit? All right. Yep. Ron, Ron, don't... <laughs> They can yep. hear this. Um, well, good. I'm glad that you had a fun and exciting trip. Well, thank you. What did you guys think? Okay, for starters, let me start this. You might not have known this, but G.I. Joe is still a thing. And mm-hmm. 
they're still trying to make it into a movie. And they just released a trailer for a G.I. Joe spin-off slash prequel about Snake Eyes. My favorite is G.I. Joe, but to be fair, he is also the only one I know anything about. <laughs> um, I watched it, and I can honestly say, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I have an immediate question. Yes. Is this in the same continuity as, like, The Rock and the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe movie? I think, this is my theory, I think it is as much in the continuity of the previous G.I. Joe movies as Bumblebee is to the previous Transformers movies. Where it's like, I don't know, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Or, I mean, it it might be like like a DC Cinematic Universe situation where, like, I mean, we're gonna tell you it is, but make no effort to like actually provide evidence to yeah. that. So we can have plausible um, deniability in case it's bad. I, I think it will probably depend on how well it does. Um, yeah. Probably. Probably. Which is to say that it, it, it cannot do that well, right? Like it's, yeah. it's just not possible. I mean, there's no other driving GI Joe media force in existence right, right now. Nobody. Um, and I'm aside from like the, the, I'm sure existing fan base and, maybe like a handful of people who are like my little brother who would see it and be like, Oh yeah. GI Joe. I can't imagine that this movie, it's not going to be like, it's not like a huge franchise like Marvel or star Wars. And it's not going to be something that's so spectacular on its own that it generates a franchise like John wick or something. Well, you know, and even if it were going to be, it it wouldn't be this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, this would be like the star Wars franchise leading with solo. Right, because um, I mean, at this point, there's I don't even fucking know when the 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 sequel to GI Joe: Rise of Cobra came out, or what it was called, or anything about it. Um, but that came out a while ago, right? Like that was, yeah. I mean, uh, more than five years, surely. GI Joe, it was Retaliation, wasn't it? Is that what it was called? Maybe. Yeah, the fir- the first one was Rise of Cobra, and the second one was Retaliation. And I, I two thousand and thirteen. I, I just did a Google of it. Yikes. I saw I saw both of them in theaters. The first one I saw with friend of the podcast Wes Perdue, uh, and when we saw it in theaters, Wes has this incredibly booming voice that he cannot control the volume of. And um, when we saw it in theaters, there's a scene where Destro releases his he tells the United Nations his plan to like I don't know fucking blow up the Eiffel Tower or some shit. And Wes, loud enough for the entire theater, opening day, mind you, goes, dude, that's G.I. Joe as fuck. <laughs> and the entire theater, like, burst into laughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, I don't know. It, I mean, it feels like if they really wanted to do something with this universe, they should have started with, like, a, a core ensemble movie. Because um, it, yeah. it might be able to work, right? I mean, it... It's, I mean, sure, it worked in the past with a cartoon show and an action figure line in a Marvel comic book. That's true. Th- though, to be fair, actually, the comics has been are, built on less. The, the comics are, are, are kind of rad. Those, yeah. those were pretty good. Uh, none of the, like, the post-80s TV shows, though, I think really ever seemed to land. You know, uh, Transformers, conversely, like, is a... Uh, a similar show like i mean it was a show that was spawned out of a need to sell toys to children uh mm-hmm. just like gi joe was but the the later series that spin off of that you know like beast wars uh and 
Robots in Disguise and, and just a bunch of those properties are legitimately good TV shows that continued to sell tons of fucking toys. I mean, the, the War on Cybertron came out, I think, last year, maybe the year before on Netflix. That show's rad as fuck. Like, it has maintained a, a global fan base and continues to put out media that can drive audience members to seats, especially if you stop letting Michael Bay do them. Sure. Um, but G.I. Joe doesn't have that. It has a comic that's pretty good, but it was pretty good in a time where comics hadn't kind of uh, boomed to the place that they are right now, uh, you know? And uh, so I, I just don't see people caring. Um, and the only G.I. Joe fans who are going to care are the ones whose favorite character is, is Snake Eyes, which I guess is probably like most of them. Right. Well, yeah. I well, I don't. I guess I don't know. I liked Snake Eyes because he was the ninja guy, and right. my brother was a you know, being the future Republican that he was, he was all about GI Joe. So on the rare times when I would concede to playing GI Joe with him, I would be like, well, at least let me be the martial arts guy. I'll at least be the mysterious sword wielding ninja with a cool dog, and yeah. not just the gung ho, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, for America and oil companies, guys. Yeah. Duke. Him. <laughs> and there was another one too, Flint. <laughs> I remember him. Uh, yes, and that was about it. Uh, but, I mean, I guess I'll probably wind up seeing it if it goes to HBO Max or some shit. But see, this is, this is I think, uh, they've been trying to build that Hasbro shared universe. They've been talking about that shit since they bought uh, Power Rangers in 2018. And they keep saying, like, we're going to do us another Transformers and another G.I. Joe and fucking Micronauts or some bullshit, and then also Power Rangers, and it's all going to be in one universe, which on paper, that sounds dope as fuck because I would love to see more Power Rangers, but, like, I could not give one-tenth of a fuck about Micronauts. (laughs) Yeah. I apologize to the, I'm sure, very rich micronaut fan base out there <laughs> yeah I, um, I have a prototype micronaut like a ron i suppose your dad <laughs> works at nintendo too no i had a friend who uh knew one of the designers for micronauts and gave him like this box set that was like a prototype for this new line that they were going to do mm-hmm. and he ended up giving it to me it's very cool oh yeah well do you still have it somewhere like it on oh, yeah. display oh yeah no it's it's in the vault downstairs in my house Ron, I have a question for you. Yeah. How much Star Wars All do of it. you have in your vault? Now, give us like a real <laughs> estimation. God. Um, I probably have a 30 by 50 foot couple of rooms that is fairly full of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... I'm like 100 years old, and I've been buying Star Wars stuff since I was old enough to buy Star Wars stuff. Yeah. How, uh, here's, here's a good question. Though. How, how come your wife hasn't left you? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, she, did, she doesn't know a lot of that's down there, to be fair. What, what the fuck? Like, what kind of like suburbia so, nonsense are you pulling there that she does so not just go into her So he tells her that that is where he takes his baths. <laughs> and that, well, that's, I think, is probably That's where I get enough. sprayed down. <laughs> when I when I get something new and it and it, I forget and I like leave it upstairs, she's like, "Is this new?" I'm like, no, nah, nah, I've had that for years. 
Let, let me yeah. put that down in the vault. I'll be right back. She's like, I'll go down with you. No, no, no. You stay up here. That's fine. You stay right there. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Th- look, this is what you do, Ron. Whenever she asks you and, and, and says, is this new? You say, you know, you've literally asked that every time you've seen it. And that will make her be like, oh, shit, I guess it's not. But in actuality, that's the truth. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say that we have just weaponized gaslighting for toys. <laughs> for toys, though, that's fine. Yeah. For toys. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Um. So, Bird, you brought up something interesting earlier today about, or yesterday, about the Warner Brothers merging with Discovery Channel. God, I want to take credit for this, but that was totally Jordan. Was it Jordan? Yeah, it was. It was was 100% Jordan. Uh, I would would normally take the credit. However, between the two of us, Jordan is far likely to do the homework. Since my response was, what does that mean? (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right in that case jordan same question uh well, tell us about that because i don't i i is just warner brothers buying the discovery channel and we're just going to get like drowned in property brothers movies or something i mean i really hope not because property brothers is annoying uh but no so basically what's happening is at&t has decided to merge their media branch with discoveries so at&t owns hbo warner brothers and cnn uh discovery is all the stuff under their property so it's like discovery tlc uh animal planet maybe uh Hmm. and basically they are merging into a separate company from at&t uh kind of at&t trying to offset all of the money that they spent acquiring warner media uh, so that they can focus more on broadband and some other shit. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a, a whole new entity uh, that just focuses on media. So my uh, question in this uh, area, as in every area, how does this affect Superman? And I well, guess by extension, DC Comics. He's he's a marsupial now. He's, 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 he's Marsuperman. All right, and, uh, all right. This is only yeah, like the third worst thing that's happened to him in the past got 20 a, years. He's got a pouch okay. where he can put... That's where his costume goes now. Okay. Um, he no longer can wear glasses as Clark Kent on account right. of how they don't let marsupials do news. I know. That's kind so, of bullshit, but go yeah, ahead. You know, but I mean, the sacrifices they make. Um, you know, but otherwise, pretty good. You know, he eats more like grass than he used to. Mm-hmm. And tree leaves, um, probably good for his digestive system. I think so. Yeah, no, but those I think major changes that I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Anybody else? I don't. I don't know if I could keep it going. No, nah, that's about it. I think you covered <laughs> no, I it think, all. No, I think I think you've uh, done a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but is it going to affect like their intellectual properties at all? Like, would it? I can't imagine that it, don't... it would. I don't think so. I, I mean, there's not much intellectual about those <laughs> properties anyway. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I would imagine it. since it's a it's a merger and not a like they're not selling it, they're just making a new thing off to the side. Uh, I doubt that like the uh, 
the progress that they've made or the plans that they have in place for anything really progress. changed that much. Pro- uh, progress is a, such a misleading yeah, word. Yeah, that was probably the wrong word. Um, you know, it, it's... Escalation of crimes? Yeah. This, this may, I guess, change or reallocate their their funding between programs in some meaningful way. But the... I mean, the media that each of these individual branches was already making is so, like, radically different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, other than the occasional, like, huge budget documentary, Discovery Planet stuff doesn't really make it to theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I ultimately, I, I don't know that it's going to have any major impact. Um, I mean, it does give them more ocean to sink the current DC Cinematic Universe into the bottom of. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Uh, that's that's about it, you know. It let me need... make that that marsupial man joke, and that was some would say that alone made the 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 merger worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I, I, we can only hope that they will sink so far down that they will hit <laughs> rock bottom. And sometimes that's what you need. You got to let them hit rock bottom before they but recognize that you need help. If if Superman were an animal, what animal would he be? Uh, he would probably be a dog. A golden retriever or a German shepherd. Yeah, he probably would be. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Ron, hey Ron, hey Ron. If it, you it, could be any animal, what would you be? What's your spirit animal, Ron? My spirit that's a good yep. question. I don't know. I've this is never... hey, this is hey, this is what we're talking about now. What is it, Ron? <laughs> uh Wolverine. No. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not. Like like an actual that's Wolverine? easy. An actual no. yeah, have you ever have you read about wolverines? They are nasty little individuals. Yeah, they are terrifying. Ron, they're basically just giant badgers. Yeah. They're they're, they're, awesome. they're also capable of violence. Yes, like unprovoked violence. Okay, mean badgers. No. <laughs> very, very mean badgers. You know those like like really uncomfortably gross eels that you find underneath rocks in shallow pools of water that like goop away? When you Ew. lift the rock, yeah. Ron's the rock. <laughs> Ron is the nasty, dilapidated old rock that goopy eels hide under. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Well, what's what's your spirit animal? Me? My- yeah. Oh, that's it's a coyote, easily. A coyote? Why a coyote? Well, because they're kind of vicious. Uh, they're dog adjacent, and they are known Wally. for being tricky and mischievous mm-hmm. and making okay. jokes. At other people's expense, Ron. I, you ding dong. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's what coyotes do. <laughs> now let's go to Jordan. Jordan, go. Uh, I always wanted to be a cheetah when I was a kid. Okay. Oh, that's a good animal. That's a good that's one. That's real good. Yeah. What? What? Why? Like, why do you think that? Uh, I was really fast before pre-injury, okay. uh, so I, I felt before like a, a teenager I mauled you. Yeah, before that happened. <laughs> uh, they sleep like twelve hours a day. That sounds pretty chill. That sounds amazing. Uh, it does sound yeah, good. So, yeah, they were just really fast. I, I've always thought they were really cool, so cheated for me. All right, Silverhawk, what about you? Um, a hawk, obviously. I'm no, not I'm not those, abandoning Silverhawk. You know those uh, myotonic goats that, like, faint when they get anxious? <laughs> Probably <laughs> I one of those. <laughs> I mean, they're still a goat, so they could conceivably headbutt you and cause harm. Yeah. Um, but they're also prone to getting incredibly anxious and just taking like a real quick nap. Uh, so I guess those. Are they the ones that scream? I think all goats are capable of incredible screams. Yeah. So 
all right, here's a side story. I had to go to uh, Jackson's Mill one time for a goat sale, and it was thundering. Well, you and had you had to go. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, you were, you were ethically bound to go to this goat sale. Like, I, I, I got a goat sale that hold day. Hold on, no. <laughs> Ron said he had to go to a goat sale because he was IT. What okay. technology do these goats <laughs> employ? Well, these these are old goats. They don't have USB ports on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is, is an auction. So people are calling in and bidding on these goats. But I had to go set up all the technology alone in this huge barn full of these goats. And it was one of the worst thunderstorms I've ever heard in my life. And yeah. the goats were freaking out. The power went out, and they all started screaming. I thought I was going to die. It was terrifying. Did you? No, I, I still lived, but I left. Um, I, I went out in the car. I was like, I ain't going back in like, there. I'm not going in there until you goats take <laughs> some serious chill pills. Yeah, you could hear them screaming from outside of the barn. It was terrifying. It sounds terrifying. It does, yeah. Can I, I imagine you sitting out in your car in the rain like while this weeping blacked-out barn and there's just screaming coming from inside it. And you're like, what in the Texas Chainsaw fuck is going on? Reminded me of my prom. Where all those people got killed? Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, it was. Man. It's a big news day. Um, anyway, so that's all that we're going to talk about as far as spirit animals go um did you guys see that like marvel cleaned up at the mtv movie awards did you guys see that they did they won like they almost did. every major category yeah won, they won uh like uh wanda or no uh agatha won best villain sam and oh. bucky won best duo wanda vision won best show sam won best hero and uh scarlett johansson got like a lifetime achievement award oh wow so it was just basically like Marvel being like, fuck you, we win again. <laughs> Did DC get anything? They got to come. <laughs> they, uh, I was I was going to say they got to be politely asked to leave. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess what competition was there? <laughs> I mean, I guess nothing. The Snyder Cut? Uh, that new Angelina Jolie movie. Um, that didn't nothing. Hasn't come out yet, has it? I think it came out this the week. Snyder cut? No, no, it's like, Ron. It's called like <laughs> fuck those people trying to kill me or something. Yeah, it's like you trying to kill me: colon eat a dick. Oh. Yes. Um, hey, yes. Yes. Did you see? Have you guys heard about the the Zack Snyder movie Army of the Dead? I have heard that it is a thing that exists, but I have. But since I don't have to watch it, I'm gonna treat I'm gonna treat myself to not watching it. I, I was I was traveling last week and I actually went to go see it. Uh, went to go I'm, see it. It's in theaters. Yeah, yeah. It was, in, it was absolutely oh in theaters. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it um, released in theaters first and then comes out on HBO or whatever the fuck. I think it's Netflix. It's a Netflix-powered yeah. movie. Netflix. Ron, I know, I know that I've said this to you before, probably on a daily basis, but I'm very disappointed in you. Well, you know, normally zombie movies are great, and I love watching them, but this is the first zombie movie where there was a scene, and I was actually uncomfortable, and I'm like, please kill this person already. This is hold this up, hold is up. a Let, snuff can film. I, can, I, can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Did it, did it have something to do with a sex crime? It did not. It did not. Okay, it he's stepping. Not. He's stepping outside his yeah. outside his yeah. comfort zone, which is sex crimes. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> continue. 
No, it, it was just, there, there was a scene. I don't want to give too much away, but there was a scene that involved a zombie animal and a person, Aww. and it went on forever. Uh, you, could like a sex you could already say that the animal is a tiger, Ron. They, they made that abundantly clear. Yeah, yeah, there is the a, a zombie type of tiger. Zombie tiger, huh? So I, but I, it's I've read... awful. I have not watched it. I have, however, read a lot of reviews of this, and it seems in line in general with uh, with everything Zack Snyder directs, where the parts of this movie that are just people with guns shooting zombies uh, are, are fun. Um, but he makes apparently some attempts to inject social criticisms and observations of modern social dilemmas into his film, which is sort of a, a hallmark of the classic Romero zombie film. You know, it is it is a horror movie, um, but it is also intended as a metaphor for current social issues. And Zack Snyder attempts this, but does not know how to do anything with it. So he just does not. Um, what was know. he trying to... Well, I haven't seen the movie. I've just oh, that, gotcha. that is a consistent criticism of the review is that you can see uh, that Zack Snyder makes an effort to uh, do some to social inject commentary. social commentary yeah. into right. this film and fails miserably because he does not know how to do that. Right. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't really know that I care about this. You know, I, I watched his uh, his Dawn of the Dead remake. And it was kind of the same. Like, if it were a generic zombie movie, um, it's technically fine, but it falls, like, rigidly flat um, at any form of social commentary. Um, it's just it's just kind of an action movie with zombies, you know, um, and a lot of sitting in a mall. And uh, this is that, except they, I guess they go to the mall and then they got to escape it, and the mall is a casino, you know, so... <laughs> Uh, I probably will not watch it. It's it is a good movie. It uh, it it does Wrong what movies name to a me bad movie. Do. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's been one made somewhere. No, there I'm... there has been. It's just that the point here is that you <laughs> could not identify it if you were asked. Um, I, I'm gonna. Th- I'm actually. I'll, but before the next show, I'm going to give an example of what I consider to be a bad movie. Okay. Okay. I, I know. I know. I've I've had to have seen one. Oh, I know one. Um, <laughs> Hereditary. Oh, you yeah. You mentioned that you didn't yeah. like that film. Do not like that movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't argue with you. Uh, but based on what I know, I'm sure it's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Critically acclaimed, won all the awards. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys have a movie that is supposed to make you feel one way, but elicited a very different? reaction oh shit. ex machina um hmm that's a goddamn good question ron you explain your thing while we're thinking so ex machina is is i felt when that movie was over i felt so betrayed by the ending because i was like it's gonna do this and it's gonna happen this way and it went 180 degrees from where i thought it was going to and i hated everything about that movie afterwards <laughs> i was i was so angry with how that wrapped up um yeah, so I, I didn't feel yeah, I just felt betrayed after that movie and I'm like yeah. I, it's hmm. Mine is um two thousand eight M Night Shyamalan movie The Happening, uh, which is supposed to be scary, I think, but yeah. I laughed the entire <laughs> movie. 
<laughs> just laughter the entire time. Everything about that movie cracked me up. Even like the death scenes, like with the, the, oh the my stitchy God. needle in her in her eyeball. When those fucking gross. guy lays down in front of the lawnmower, lost yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> lost it. God, I love that movie, man. Chop, chop, chop. Oh, chop. man. What the fuck? What the fuck happened to that guy? Um... <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Uh, well, do you have one bird? No, I'm thinking. Jordan really um, came at us with a really good question. I know yeah. that was a fucking banger. Um, gosh, I mean, aside from the obvious, like I, if, I also felt betrayed by Man of Steel, which was supposed to be a nigh religious experience Ooh, for me. Yeah. yeah, going in, and then at the end, I sat there a betrayed broken hollowed out being and uh it was as though someone had carved out my heart and shit in the hole (laughs) (laughs) but i mean other than that don't don't uh, hold back this is a healing time for you (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't know um gosh yeah, I, yeah, I didn't mean to drop a bomb like that. No, this just, is a that's great a, that's, question. That is a really good question. Hey man, thank yeah, you. Thank it's you. too good of a question, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, I think... Um, okay, so there's a movie, and you might not think this, that really fucking bums me out, and I don't like to watch it, uh, but everybody else thinks it's fucking hilarious, and that is Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Uh, that movie bums me the fuck out because yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel so bad for everybody in that movie like I feel an intense amount of like pity for Napoleon and Pedro and like the uh, I can't remember the um, brother's name but like and, and the uncle because it's like haha look at these look at these look at these stupid people that are just such losers and I'm like oh but <laughs> but they're 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 happy and yeah. they're they're doing what they think is right with their they're, lives Living their best lives. And, like, okay. I get it. He's silly, but, like, I don't think it... I don't know. You're making me feel bad for watching this film. And, and I mean, it does... There is an element of laughing at them, not with them, I think, that uh, yeah, is intended sure. in the Dynamite. Um, and, like, even at the end when he does that, like, flawless dance sequence, we're supposed to laugh at the fact that this goober knows how to dance so well. And we're like, well, wait a minute. Like, he just danced really well. It doesn't matter that he kind of looks he's wearing moon boots and a fanny pack like he's doing him and he he's more free than we'll ever be <laughs> what about what about et i've heard oh my kids scared the fuck out of me as my kid. kids say they think, think that is a horror movie and i'm like no it's like this really heartwarming they're it, like no it's straight up horror it, it's very it has scary. elements of both though i mean it, it's it it, it I, I agree. It is scary, and it 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 has a really uncomfortable, uh, like aesthetic to it. You know, like ET's fucking horrifying looking. You know, <laughs> that is not. If he were introduced to the public and were immediately shot and killed, uh, and the movie ended, that would make sense to me. That is not the first alien you want to meet. Uh, he he looks he looks worse than Alf. He looks worse <laughs> than true. the Independence Day aliens. I think he's far more hideous. Like at least the aliens from the Alien franchise, like they 
they kind of look cool, right? Like they they yeah. look villainous, but in like the yeah. same way that the Terminator does, where like, but they're tr- they're they're sold as villainous. Like you know right. what I mean? Like they're supposed to be scary. ET is like, look at this cuddly thing, and I'm like, but, no, thank you. But it, but I think that minus the action, the aliens, just like Predator, Terminator, etc., look cool. You know, like if yeah, when visually. they're not bursting through people's chests and like popping heads off and acid blasting everybody. You buy the toys because the toys look rad as fuck. Nobody buys an E.T. toy because it's a cool-looking alien. He it's looks true. like shit, and he's scary. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, my answer to the question, though I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, is The Dark Crystal, which is technically a fantasy-slash-adventure movie, but introduced me to the concept of mortality and made me cry. Because oh, it, yeah. That is, that mm-hmm. is the movie yeah, that re- made me realize that I would die someday, and that oh, was very God. tough for a little kid. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, because uh, uh, that is the first movie I ever saw as a child where the hero died. Uh, and obviously, like, as a kid, I associated myself, I, I was life's protagonist, and sure. therefore, like, I was functionally immortal. And then I saw the protagonist die, and I was like, hold on. If this puppet warrior can die, and I'm not even a puppet, or oh, fuck. <laughs> and then uh, I ran sobbing Sweet to Jesus. my mom, who, I mean, that's a tough position to put a parent in at that age. So she did not have a good answer. She mm-hmm. uh, she oh. may have scarred me for life. She, my, my poor mom was like, oh, don't worry. Here's a list of the people closest to you that will die first. <laughs> I was, I, wow. I was, yeah. Oh my god! Is your mom like, wanted no. a job? Come working with me. Yeah, she. I mean, she did the best she could, but she was a single parent and an accountant, and that's just. <laughs> yeah. That's just. Uh, that's just what they know. So. Yeah. You do what you uh, got to do to get by. Yeah, man, I'm really good at bummerizing the end of each podcast lately. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, we 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 pulled it up last time, didn't we? All right, yeah. well, this time somebody needs to do work. Dude, I, well, I, that, I did the work last time. Someone I, else has I, to do it. I got nothing. Ron. I can, make, I can make it worse. No, that's, well. maybe maybe that's how it is. Maybe it's like a circle, and if we make it, <laughs> make, so, maybe if bad. We make it so grim and dark, it comes all the way back around to being funny. Uh, Speaking of yeah, nothing, sure. Uh, um, that is how much time we have left. Ooh, because Ron Davis, we have zero. Yep. Ron I got, Davis, I got to do a thing. Ron, all right, all right, seconds. all right. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Life podcast. I'm sorry about everything. Go be our friend. <laughs> Go be our friend on social media. Go like, subscribe, share our episodes. Go find us on Patreon and toss a couple Republic credits your our way and uh, listen to us. We're I not going to give positive, you any. No, you give us money. Positive, uh, you're going to say toss a couple of Republicans out. If there's any message we can send, fucking throw out your local Republicans. <laughs> Get them yeah. out of there. Uh, but until next time, gang, this is your host and very best friend reminding you, above all else, to stay handsome. Podcast over.